Hello, hello, and welcome to Avio's Journey. My name is Anthony Pika, and this podcast is all about helping the new and upcoming voiceover artist learn and grow their business from paying attention and watching me make all sorts of mistakes, because you know I do. And tonight, I'm actually really, well, I'm really excited every night, but tonight I'm also excited because I am doing a blast from the past. I am in my booth recording because I wanted to come in here and record. I, I'll be honest with you, I like my uh, editing station and I love my my microphone and everything out there but there's just something about recording in the booth because this is where uh, it all started for this podcast and you know being in my booth and recording it just makes me feel good okay all right so tonight tonight I want to talk about some things that I'm seeing with my business and I want to share them with you and it's gonna be all about where I see things going. I had a couple coaching sessions tonight and you know both of them just inevitably led to what's happening with uh, the voiceover business and where I think you can uh, capitalize on it. All right? Let's do it. This is VO's journey. With your host, the incomparable Anthony Pika. All right, so, uh, you know, recently I, you know, took a step back because I've been doing lots of coaching, which I absolutely love, and and I'm just, uh, I'm just having a blast. Thank you all so much for trusting me, and uh, I'm, I'm. It's one of my favorite things to do is to help help you all grow your business and realize your full potential. And it also has given me a unique perspective on, I think, what's happening in our industry. Uh, You know, when I started, it's only been three years now, but even three years, it was growing tremendously. It's been growing, and I think it's continued to grow. There's so many people still coming into our industry. There's so much work out there, but I think what's happening is, is that, when you first come into the voiceover business, I know I did when I first came in. Well, when I first came in, I was trying to figure out something I could do with having a limited amount of gear and having a limited amount of stuff. So I didn't know exactly where to start. So I started on ACX because uh, that seemed to be the easiest place to start without having to have a demo or have you know this crazy setup because you know I didn't have it. <laughs> so that's where I started. But you know, if you look at Fiverr. The majority of us, all of us, you know, we always get on there and I still think it's a good thing to have, but we all go on there and we start our gig by saying, you know, I will offer an American male voiceover, an American female voiceover or professional voiceover, et cetera, et cetera. And that's wonderful. It's important. But I think I said this, where I say this, I said this on the other podcast or something like, or no, I said this on a post in the Facebook group and I, I want to say it again here. It's really important that you start to look at other ways to generate uh, interest and traffic to your services other than the majority of the way everyone else is doing it. 
And, you know, especially on Fiverr, there's so many people. Uh, I use this analogy tonight in a coaching session where I was, um, we looked at Fiverr. And if you type in voiceover, I think it was like 7,000 plus uh, people that came up, right? But if you go to, you know, if you actually then go to audiobooks, you type that in, only 300 results come up. Only 300 people come up. So here's what I'm trying to get at. Do you want to try to get business in a group of 7,000 people or do we want to try to target a group of 300 people? And and I think that what I'm saying is, and I, I look back on my Fiverr journey and, you know, most of you know it and if you listen to the podcast, but just a quick recap what happened to me was is that I wasn't getting much traffic on, or I wasn't getting much, um, uh, you know, much traffic or or much. Um, what was it? What's the word I'm looking for? Um, well, anyways, I just I just wasn't making much headway, and I put up a gig about doing an evil character, and it was right before Halloween, and not a lot of people were doing it. That's key. I found something that not a lot of people were doing, and it just happened to take off. Okay, and I got a bunch of orders and it it moved me all the way up to level two. It was really wonderful. It was a successful thing. So after that, okay, then I started playing around with audiobooks and that started kicking my business off where I started to get audiobook business. Okay, then that was really great and I started uh, just kind of stuck to those things, you know, and I, I, I hadn't done much more with it. But business started to pick up and it started to pick up. Then I went on vacation and I turned it on vacation status for like two weeks. And then I came back and my business was like decimated for a month. Like I got nothing. It was it was awful. Then I got back on Fiverr and I was like, I was just, I was like a madman. And I did everything I could to make as many gigs as possible, tweak them constantly, uh, blow up Fiverr's email or message box about why my stuff wasn't showing up. I mean, I was relentless with them. And, you know, it's kind of one of those things where I really, I really just went after it. So that's kind of my Fiverr journey. And then the audiobook stuff just took off because there wasn't a lot of people doing audiobooks. There was some, but a lot of people weren't. And then what I noticed was there was a lot of people doing it who didn't quite know what they were doing, didn't know how to present themselves. It wasn't, here, here's the key. It wasn't presented professionally on Fiverr yet. And now, now I, and I, I don't, hopefully I, it doesn't upset anybody. And, and if you were doing audiobooks on there, I'm sure you do a wonderful job. If, if it was before me a couple years ago, but what I'm trying to say is, is as I looked at it, I still look around you guys and I don't see people doing what I'm doing, meaning like I don't see people putting their resume on their gig. Uh, I'm not seeing people, you know, uh, putting their their gear or their setup on their gig. I'm not seeing people doing these things. Okay. And, you know, I do. I have all that on my audiobook gig. Do I have it on my other gigs? No. But I have it on my audiobook. And you and you know the funny thing is, is my audiobook gig is my number one earner. Out of everything, I don't seem to have a problem getting four, five hundred thousand dollar, fifteen hundred dollar orders on Fiverr through that gig. Whereas my other stuff, I seem to have an issue getting orders 
that are not over, you know, a certain amount of, that are not, that are not, um, orders that are over a couple hundred dollars. So yes, of course, some of those are faster and those are some smaller ones. And, and of course books are more, you know, more money in, in, in a, in a time because it's a lot more reading. But the, what I'm getting at though, is it's also though, that I present myself very professionally on Fiverr. I think by having a lot of information, a resume, a gear setup. I also have an entire sheet I worked up about my pricing plan. Then I go into all of the things that new people have an issue with. Uh, and, you know, and, and it's just what I'm getting at is that I've targeted hard underrepresented areas. And this is what I said uh, yesterday, underrepresented areas. That's what it was. It was a, it was a Facebook post two couple days ago when I, I was talking about getting another book deal for $1,100 on Fiverr. You know, it's it's an underrepresented, and I look around and I see more and more people. A lot of them are my students, and I love it. And a lot of them are being very successful. And I would say to to you all too, you can still up your game. I think even more by adding more value to what you are doing. So at a point where I did is I started offering people help in uploading their books, where I would not do it for them, of course, because it's their book, but I would at least walk them through. Uh, either, you know, typing them in the messaging in Fiverr if they had questions or whatever so that they could, you know, not be afraid to because a lot of them are new. So I was trying to do everything I could to tailor myself to help people and get business that, you know, other people might not have gone that extra mile to do. Do you understand? And I think that's something that put customers at ease. When there is some character things, there's a lot of um, characters that people are looking for. Like right now, it's really hot is Morgan Freeman and Donald Trump, right? And we've talked about that. But, you know, again, that's hot because it is a unique thing and Fiverr is all about unique things. There are people right now who have cornered the market with the main voiceover, male voiceover, female voiceover, professional. That does not mean you can't do it. But what I'm selling, telling you is, is please don't go on Fiverr now. In our day and age, put up professional male voiceover or professional female voiceover and expect to get the bulk, like a lot of work from that off the bat or in general, you know. Now, I will say this, women, you have a great opportunity on Fiverr because there's not as many of you and it's definitely uh, a great place for you to be. I have a lot of uh, female students who are doing really well on Fiverr. And then I have some who are still struggling too. And, and it's, it's, a, it's a back and forth game with Fiverr. All right. So don't, don't think that if you're struggling one, this is what I did, by the way. If I was struggling one area, I, I, I kept that area, but then I went and tried another area. And then if that area didn't work, I went and tried another area. And then I blitzed a whole bunch of areas and I tested them and seen which ones would work and which ones didn't. You know, the audiobook stuff for me, I split tested, like I've said, and that really worked. But what I'm getting at here is we really need to start looking at other ways to really put yourself out there and to get business and to, you know, the, there's it's so interesting because so many of these websites have been uh you know as as you know they've taken over our industry they've already done it and it really goes to show you the power or the the gap that was filled by these websites was that where people could go and they could you know 
get an easy access of information to people instead of having to wheel and deal and all of this stuff. I think there is opportunity available for all of us if we are willing to put in the work to create that same sort of experience for a user when they come to us. Now, full disclosure, I've not done this because, and and you know what, look, okay, so am I being an, uh, an you-know-what, a butthead because I get business on Fiverr? I feel like it just now because I'm like, oh, you don't have to. But I am getting business on Fiverr through my audiobook gig. I do get some work through my my other stuff, but the majority of my work comes from audiobooks. Come, all right, I do work on ACX, but honestly, I'm getting so much work through uh, Fiverr that I, I don't have time at my current state. But I will tell you this. I am also working on getting myself on audiobook uh, an audiobook uh, publishers rosters. I'm also putting plans together to work on starting a new, you know, campaign to sending out emails and sending out things. But I'm going to do it my way, and you know, I'm going to do it my way, and I'm going to do it the way this the the sincere way that I know how to do it. I'm not going to you know I'm not going to overtask people. I'm not going to expect them to you know book me. You know, LinkedIn, for example, I've gotten business on LinkedIn, not much, but I've gotten business. And it's interesting because, you know, the business I've, I've, I've got was basically from people seeing my stuff that I put on there and then contact me. But I tell you what, you know what I never see people doing? I never see people actually, and I don't do it either. And I thought about this too, you know, how much do we actually put stuff on there for other businesses? But see, that's a challenge, right? Because I don't, I don't even know what to do for that. So I think there is a When it comes to influencer marketing, there's a podcast that covers it all that you will want to add to your playlist. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. They talk about influencer marketing, social media, the creator economy, social commerce, and much, much more. They cover all aspects, including the creator economy, social commerce, the latest trends, the metaverse, TikTok trends, and that's just the beginning. The Influence Factor by the Influencer Marketing Factory. Add the podcast to your playlist right now. There is an offering that a lot of us are missing, including myself, about how to bridge the gap between the client, the customer, and what we're offering and how to get them to a place where they want to come to see what we're offering and you know, look at us from that standpoint like they do go to these websites. Do you know what I mean? And also another thing too is it's like um, you know that whole that old saying. I think the loudest person in the room, everybody listens to, uh, and that's the truth, right? So these companies have all this money, and they're definitely marketing like crazy. And they they people go on there, they don't know where to look, and they 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 see these companies and like, okay, well this is where I need to go. Social media allows us to build relationships, but even there, we still are bogged down by. You know, the machine of all these other people and everything that they're doing and these big companies. So we have to be we have to be very smart. What we do have is we have the ability to be personable, to be real, and to be flexible, all right, and to offer a relationship. And let's not shy away from that because that's something that will always stand out is when you can offer a relationship. And what I mean by that is you can be yourself. You can be real. You can say, you know, hey, Joe, what's going on? It's Anthony. 
How's it been, man? Yeah, the kids are great. Hey, I was wondering, are you got what's going on with that campaign? Like, there, you can't get that on a website. But the challenge we have is getting to that place with the people. And there's there's a bunch of techniques out there. Absolutely, there is, and there's there's loads of ways. And I'm not saying that they don't work because I think they do. I think mean, there's a lot of good stuff out there, uh, and there's a lot of coaches teaching that. And I think it's valid. I really do. But I do want to say none of it is going to work unless you are putting yourself into it, whatever way that is. Because we have seen what happens when everybody does, uh, you know, when everybody like runs into Fiverr and does the exact same thing. All right. Now, again, all my coaching and everything that I have done, I want you to know that I completely stand by when it comes to what you are supposed to do starting out on Fiverr. But also, everybody who's taken my courses or my and, and done coaching with me, you also know that I really do promote you guys putting yourself out there to, to stretch yourself and find different areas. Some of the most fun coaching sessions I've had with people have been us going around Fiverr and looking at different places to put our gigs up. Uh, I got a really cool message from Will Stoff the, uh, and, and talking about a particular person who really went outside their comfort zone, but it was actually really in their comfort zone of, you know, putting up a gig that was even outside of voiceover. And, you know, I I love that. I love that stories. I love people trying because just because, like, for example, audio engineering, I've gotten work, lots of work on Fiverr for audio engineering. And, you know, the crazy thing is I've actually gotten audio book work through the audio engineering gig that I have. And, you know, it's it's absolutely important that you you don't stop with one thing, that you stretch yourself and you push yourself. It's important to try new things and to offer things that are not being offered so widely because we all have talents. And also, it's important that you don't be afraid that you are in business, but you just be sincere. You know, I mean, honestly, I, I'll be honest with you. Because this is the truth, and, and, I, and I, I really firmly believe this. Whenever you become so accustomed to something, you know it's oversaturated, which means there needs to be a shift or some people are waiting for a shift. So a perfect example are funnels. All right, and I, I, as you guys know, if you listen to the podcast, I've done funnels. These are just thoughts of mine. And, you know, these funnels and these, these this, you know, what I'm talking about is, is like, we're so used to funnels. I've always been a proponent too. And I've said it, but I really do think, you know, somebody, I would prefer someone coming to me and, and being sincere, but being like, Hey, how you doing? I noticed, uh, on this, that you do this, this, and this, I was wondering, I actually offer this. If you're interested, just, you know, let me know. And leave it at that. You don't 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 go over and be like, I won't leave until you buy my product, please. Don't do that stuff. Okay, but what I'm trying to say to you is is we're man, we're tired, right? People are tired of all the, you know, the I'm gonna give you uh all of this stuff for nothing. We all know that's not true. You know what I mean? But but it's nice to know when people are upfront about what they're trying to do. And when they're upfront about helping you, that's what's important. And if we can do that to people and be upfront without strings attached, meaning that we're willing to offer a service and leave it at that. And if they need it, that's great. Now, does that mean that you stop there? No. 
What you do is a couple of weeks later, you go back and say, hey, what's going on? I was just checking back in. If you need anything, just let me know. Have a good one. Bam, you're gone. Hey, what's going on? Just want to know a couple of weeks later. That's the key, you guys. That is the key to marketing. That's why you're driving down the road and you hear 20 McDonald's commercials from the time you pick up your kids to the time you get to your house. Because they know that it's not the first time you hear it. It's not the second time you hear it. But it's like the 30th time you hear it. It's going to be like, hey, you guys want to go to McDonald's? You know, they got that new, uh, those new burgers that are not, uh, that are not, you know, supposed to be frozen anymore. They're fresh. I don't know. But I, I think I heard it in a commercial somewhere. Where the reality is you've already heard a hundred of them. So I, you know, I just, I, to me, it's like, I would love to be back in that place where I can just honestly and and, and sincerely say, Hey, I offer this service. If you need, if you need something, just let me know and move on. You can do that through email. You can do that through phone calls. You can do that through social media. Why not? You might, that might be extremely refreshing. Instead of someone going into your, like, I don't know about you guys, but I get this all the time in my like message box and like Twitter and all this stuff, you know, Hey, uh, if you want to come take my, my, um, you know, my, my free course on such and such and such. Uh, and then it's like, it's like an, it's like an, a book long, it's a book long, you know? And you're, and you're like, well, you didn't even, you didn't even ask me, you know, you didn't even ask me my name or you didn't even take me to dinner. <laughs> so I just, I don't know you guys. I just wanted to talk to you about my thoughts tonight because I think that it's so easy to get caught up in everything that's going on out there that the reality is, is in the end, I know for me, I just want to work with people, real people. And if you can get that across, that's going to shine through any other stuff. But you have to be persistent. You have to be persistent because those people are loud. There are people that are loud out there. Now, if somebody's loud, does it mean they're not good? No. It could mean somebody's loud and they're shouting at the top of their lungs because they have a great message and they want you, they want you to hear it. And the only way you are going to hear it is if you're louder than everybody else. And that's great too. So I'm not saying that that's not, that's not a good thing as well. I'm just saying don't be afraid to be yourself. Don't be afraid to be who you are. And I always think a good coach or somebody who's willing to help you is going to try to help you be the best you not be like somebody else. I always try to ask too when I start when I start sessions off or I have in the past and you know I try to also say, you know, what is I would like to and maybe I'm going to start doing it more, you know, what do you want to get out of this? You know, what do you want to get out of this? You how much money do you want to make or what kind of lifestyle do you want to live? You know, our lives and our businesses are not separate. They're the same. So many people have like you got to separate your business and your life. They have to be separate. Well, who who does that? Who, whose life and business are separate? I got to tell my life, you got to hold on because I'm doing my business. And I got to tell my business, you got to hold on because I'm doing my life. And I got to do both at the same time sometimes. It's not separate. And then, of course, when I'm making money, my business better make money or my life is going to suck. Right? And my life sucks when my business is not making money. Right? I mean, we just it's all one. There's a lot of preconceptions that I want us to not be afraid to confront in the face and say, you know, that's ah, not right. I don't agree. All right. I don't know where this soapbox came from. I had, I've had a bunch of coaching sessions recently and all this stuff. And it's been a wonderful, wonderful experience. And the more people I talk to, you know, the more frustration I see, not necessarily about their talents, but about where do I start in this business? Because it's definitely becoming loud and saturated with ideas and how do you cut through it all? And I think in the end, 
be yourself, okay? Be yourself, be persistent, and get out there and talk to people, okay? Um, All right, you guys, well, geez, that was something. That was me, like, blasting for 23 minutes. All right, well, if you're still listening and you haven't turned it off and thrown me away, thank you. Uh, If you would uh, be so kind to head over to a VO's Journey Facebook group, I'd love to have you. Also, I love... um, it, or it would be so helpful uh, if you would, wouldn't mind leaving a review on the podcast. I'd love for you to do that. You can do that through iTunes. And I'll actually give you a shout out here on the podcast and read it for the whole world to listen. Because, you know, we got we got so we, we got like millions of people listening. We do. We, <laughs> we will one day. Right. So um, it's just a, it would be wonderful. So anyways, thank you for everything. Have a great night. Be yourself, all right? You guys rock. Peace.